The previous Mishnah talked about how the Kohen Godel confesses over the second bull which was bought of the day, and this was to atone for the sins of all of the Kohanim. The first bull had been to atone for the sins of the Kohen Godel himself, as well as his family, and the second bull was to atone for the sins of the Kohanim. Shechotai, he slaughtered this bull, and just like we learnt regarding the Korban Tomid, that the Kohen Godel would only slaughter the minimum amount which is needed for the slaughtering to be valid, so that somebody else would finish the slaughtering, and the Kohen Godel would have enough time to grab a utensil and catch the blood to be thrown onto the Mizbeach, since the Kohen Godel is supposed to perform all of the services of that day. So the kibel he would catch the blood in a utensil in order to throw it onto the Mizbeach, but before throwing it onto the Mizbeach, that would be done later on. In the meanwhile, he would give it to somebody who would mix the blood, and that person would be standing on the fourth row of marble slats, which were, which the, the floor of the base Hamitos was made out of marble. And so there are lots of rows of these marble slats. And although literally this means the fourth row Shibahechal in the Beis HaMikdash building, the Gemara explains that it actually means four rows away from the Beis HaMikdash building. So still in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash, in front of the Ulam, the wide room in front of the Beis HaMikdash building, so four rows away from the Ulam, that is where he was standing and he would mix that Kadeshila Yikrash so that the blood wouldn't harden and congeal, because as we'll learn in a moment, the Kohen Godel now entered into the Kodesh HaKadoshim to perform the Keturah service of Yom Kippur. So there would be quite a lengthy break in between when he caught the blood and when the blood was thrown to the Mizbeach, and if it hardened and congealed, of course it would be invalid. So somebody would have to mix the blood to prevent it from becoming hard for as long as the Kohen Godel is involved in the other service. So the focus of the next Shemishnais is now going to be the Keturah service. It says the Mishnah not al he took a special shovel designated for the Keturah of Olalosh Mizbeach, and he went up to the top of the Mizbeach, which was situated in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdash. He would turn away, he would move away, coals to this direction and to this direction. And then he would shovel up from the most inner, burnt and fiery hot coals which were on the inside. The hottest coals, he would shovel those up, the Yorad, and go down from the Mizbeach with a shovel of burning hot coals in the hand of the Kohen Godol. And he placed it along this fourth row of marble in the courtyard of the Mishamikdash. That would be the same row that the person was standing mixing the blood. Before the Mishnah describes what the Kohen did next, it goes through a number of differences in the Keturah service of Yom Kippur to the way that it was done on a regular day. And after that, the next couple of Mishnahs will go even more sidetracked to describe other differences between Yom Kippur and the rest of the year. And at the beginning of the next parak, we will continue the exact process which the Kohen Godel went through when performing the Keturah service. Every day of the year, not on Yom Kippur, he would shovel up some coals from the, base, from the Mizbeach using a silver shovel, um Oreb Social Zahav, and then he would pour that into a golden shovel after that. If they would use a golden one to take the coals from his Mizbeach, the gold would get ruined very easily, and as the Gemara explains, that Hashem has mercy on the Jewish people's money, and so they would generally use a silver one to get the coals, and then they would pour it into a gold one. But today on Yom Kippur, he would collect the coals into the gold shovel 
to begin with, and using that exact same shovel, he would bring that into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He wouldn't start pouring it into a different shovel. And the reason for this difference, and also most of the differences which we're about to mention, is to make the service easier for the Kohen Gadol. If you think about it, the Kohen Gadol performed all of the services in the Beis HaMikdash that day, which in itself is exhausting. And on top of that, he was fasting because it was Yom Kippur. In order to make it easier for him, he wouldn't change shovels, he would use that same shovel, which he puts the coals on, to actually bring that into the Kodesh HaKadoshim and perform the Keturah service. Every other day, he would shovel out the coals from the Mizbeach using the shovel which we said was silver, and it held four kav. So he would collect four kav of coals. And then, he would pour it into a shovel which we said was made out of gold, and that new shovel only contained three kav. So the coals would overflow onto the floor. That was considered a honor for the Beis HaMikdash, that it would overflow, be totally full and even overflowing. The Hayom, but today, he would shovel up the coals originally, using the gold shovel which contained three kav, and with that same shovel, he would bring the Ketores into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Rebiesi says, on a regular day, the original shovel, the silver one, it didn't contain four kav, rather, Every day they would shovel using a shovel which contained a sa'ar, which is six kav. And then in Ma'arim Social Shlosha Kabin, he would pour it into the um, shovel containing three kav. So loads of it, half of it would overflow. But of course, the Hayom today, on Yom Kippur, he would shovel up the coals from the Mizbeach using the three kav shovel, and he would bring that exact shovel into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Continues the mission of Ma'arim Social Every day the shovel was heavy because it was much thicker. But today, it was lighter, it was thinner. Again, in order to make it easier for the Kohen Gadol. Every day, every other day, its handle was short. But today the handle was longer, again, in order to make it easier. Every day, the gold of the second shovel was a yellow type of gold. Yorik here means yellow. But today on Yom Kippur, the gold was a slightly different color. It had a odoim, a red tinge. It was considered a superior type of gold. So that was for the honor of Yom Kippur. That is the opinion of Rabbi Menachem, referring to this last difference between the types of gold used. Every day, they would bring a pras, half a mone worth of k'tores in the morning, and half a mone worth in the afternoon. But today, today, he would add a handful of Keturahs. What this means is that on Yom Kippur, he would also perform the regular Keturah service in the morning and in the afternoon. And that was not performed in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. That was like every day. It was done on the Mizbeach. But as well as that, he did another Keturah service which was unique to Yom Kippur. And that was where he brought a handful of the Keturahs into the Kodesh HaKadoshim. Alright, and final difference. Every day, the Ketoyas, the spices, were fine. They were crushed into very small bits. As the Torah explicitly says, that you should crush them so that they are fine. But today, and this refers specifically to the Ketoyas, which was unique to Yom Kippur, the one which was brought into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that had to be extra fine. This is learned from the fact that the Torah repeats the word Daka. It says that the Ketoyas brought into the Kodesh HaKadoshim has to be Daka. Now we already know that all kutoyas has to be daka, it has to be fine. So why did the posuk say it again? In order to teach you that it has to be extra fine for this unique kutoyas service of Yom Kippur. Mishnah here, the Mishnah goes slightly sidetracked to discuss other differences between Yom Kippur and the rest of the year. 
every other day, Kohanim would go up on the east side of the ramp of the Mizbeach. If they were involved in the Karbonus for whatever reason, they would go up on the east side, since when they reached the top of the ramp and walked around the top of the Mizbeach, so they would turn right. That's a general rule that if you have a choice between turning right or left, one should always turn to the right direction. So since when he reaches the top of the Mizbeach, he will need to turn right, so already when he is walking up the ramp, he walks on the right side of the ramp, and once he reaches the top and goes around the top of the Mizbeach, when he comes down, he goes down the ramp on his west side, which is where he came from really, after he went all around the top of the Mizbeach. However, but today, the Kohen Godel goes up in the middle of the ramp, and he goes down the ramp in the middle. This is to show the awesome love of Hashem, which is shown on Yom Kippur, that he atones for all of our sins. That's the ultimate love, possibly which is shown the entire year. And since the Kohen Godel, who performs all of the services, is really a representative of all of the Jewish people, so to signify that love which Hashem has for us, the Kohen Godel goes up and down in the middle, and not on the right, and then going down on the left. Rabbi Yehuda says, The Kohen Godel would always go up and down in the middle of the ramp, even not on Yom Kippur. The whole process of going on the right and then on the left is only for regular Kohanim. But because of the honor of the Kohen Godel, he could always go up and down in the middle. Next, says the Mishnah, Every day, the Kohen Godel would wash his hands and feet from the Kiyar, but Vahayoim today, when he would need to wash his hands and feet, which we learnt had to be done ten times, he would wash his hands and feet from a particular gold jug which was designated for this purpose. Again, to show the significance and importance of the day of the Kohen Godel, who was a representative of all of the Jewish people. There's a discussion as to whether the first time of the day where the Kohen Godel washed his hands and feet, whether he also used the gold jug there, perhaps for that time. He also washed his hands and feet from the Kiyar. That is a matter of debate, be it as it may, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says that this was not unique to Yom Kippur. This is unique to the Kohen Godel. The Kohen Godel would always wash his hands and feet from the golden jug, again because of the honor of the Kohen Godel, that he had this golden jug designated for his use. Mishnavol, the focus of this Mishnah is the difference between Yom Kippur and the rest of the year concerning the Ma'arocha on the Mizbeach. The Ma'arocha refers to the wood which was arranged on the Mizbeach. And the question is, how many times would they add a new Ma'arocha onto the Mizbeach each day? According to the first opinion, on every day there were four Ma'arochas which were added onto the Mizbeach throughout the day. The first one was for the Korban Tomid. And really, for all of the korbanos which would be brought that day, that was for the fir- that the first ma'aracha was for that. The second ma'aracha was in order to take the coals, which would be burning very, very hot, for the sake of the katayres. The third ma'aracha was in order to keep the fire going constantly. The Torah commands that the fire on the mizbeach cannot be distinguished at all; it has to constantly be going. So the third ma'aracha was in order to make sure that the fire would continue. All right, and the fourth ma'aracha was for the sake of burning the limbs of the previous day's afternoon carbon tomid, which generally burnt throughout the rest of the day and in the night, but if part of it didn't burn, they would make a new ma'aracha today in order to totally burn those parts of the, of the carbon tomid of the previous day, which still need to be burnt. Alright, so there's a regular day, there's four ma'arachis. On Yom Kippur, Bahayim today, Chomesh, there are five ma'arachis, because an additional ma'aracha was added to the Mizbeach for the sake of the special, unique 
Torah service of Yom Kippur. The Rameyer, that was the opinion of Rameyer. Now we're going to have two Tanoim who are going to be Meir. But everybody agrees that on Yom Kippur there was one added for the sake of the unique Torah offering. However, Rabbi Yossi says, B'cholim Sholosh, every day there were only three Ma'arachos. Rabbi Yossi holds that there was no need for Ma'aracha to burn the previous day's afternoon Korban Tomid, because the parts of the previous day's Korban Tomid which hadn't burnt during the night, they would be burnt using the first Ma'aracha of the day, which is used for all of the Korbanos. There was no need for a different Ma'aracha for this. But today there were four Ma'arachos because of the additional Ma'aracha for the sake of the Ketores. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, Every day there were only two Ma'arachos because as well as not needing a special Ma'aracha for the previous day's carbon Tomid which hadn't yet been burnt, Rehuda also held that there was no need for a special Ma'aracha to keep the fire going because even without that the fire would still be constant and there was enough wood for it to continue burning. But of course, Vahayoyim, today on Yom Kippur, there was an added one, so Sholosh. Altogether, there were three Ma'arachas because of the added Ma'aracha for the sake of the Yom Kippur Kotoyres. It should be noted that all of these opinions really learn their opinions from Sukkim. And as we said, everybody agrees that on Yom Kippur, there is a special Ma'aracha specifically for the Kotoyres of Yom Kippur, which is brought into the Kodesh HaKadoshim.